All right, guys. So we are back. Give me a five five if you can hear me now. Um, not sure what the issue was. Like I said, Podbean's been having a lot of issues. Okay, five, five. cool. Five five. Awesome. Sorry about that, guys. So this is for those of you who are gonna be joining us later. This is actually part two of the 467th episode of Kilted Christian titled One Ear is Better Than None. Um, I'm going to end this now by talking about, um, finish up what I was just saying. Guys, we loaded that uh, audio clip, that video clip up to our Kilted Christian on Telegram. Definitely go check it out. Um, it was interesting because what, what he's saying is that in the Quran, it says that the basically the Islam Messiah, um, which they believe is going to end up being named Muhammad, is going to come here for seven years um, in the name of peace. So he points out that in our scripture, it says that the, you know, the Antichrist are, you know, they're, they're wondering if their Messiah is our Antichrist. Um, so definitely go check that video out. It was, it was pretty interesting mm -hmm. and it actually goes even further and it shows the uh, Aramic um, writing that the, you see Hamas and all them wearing over their heads and those little bandanas that actually trans um, forms into the number six, 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 six. six. And it, uh, yeah, so I mean, scary. it's definitely a cool video to go check out things that I had never, ever saw before. Cause I always thought the, at the very least religion was about division. I didn't even contemplate the fact that the, you know, that their Messiah could be our antichrist, antichrist yeah. but the timing, the seven years and so forth is mind blowing. Um, so to end the show, guys, like I said, we're, we're only going to do an hour show tonight. I'm going to go over uh, what something that I had found, you know, picked, and I've been thinking about this a lot. And is does God have a plan for me? Personally, in my opinion, I believe he absolutely does. I believe that we are born. Now, we do have free will. We have the ability to walk a different path if we want to. But I do believe that God has plans and a mission for every single one of us. And, and there are parts in Scripture that kind of point to this. And to me, that's exciting is because— God's known us before we even put in our mother's womb, um, you know, and he's set up our lives to where, you know, he, we've been prepared our entire life to where we are right now. Even if you didn't know Christ and God back then in your earlier life, they knew you and they were working in you because they knew that you would have a point sometime in your life to where you were going to end up finding that mission, finding God, getting excited about it like I am, you know, like many of you guys are. We have a mission, and I do believe in my heart of hearts that God has destined us all with our a journey for Him, a mission for Him. And we do have one big mission that we're all part of, but God puts us all on our separate missions um, that we have to work, which are part of the big mission. So we're all working on the same mission while being set forth on our own little personal missions. That being said, speaking of missions, just to guys before I forget, um, Jay Woo, Jay Koo will be with us tomorrow. Um, talking yes. about the new show that he is going to be getting up and ready. Um, because that is his mission. And like I said, we all have a special mission that God has set us out for, um, individually, but then we're all part of the same big mission, which is the one that we all read about in scripture. So, um, does God have a plan for me? Like I said, I believe yes. So many of God's plans are detailed throughout Scripture. I mean, plans for nations, for people, groups, and individuals. So in Isaiah 46, 10 through 11, summarizes what God wants us to know about his plans. My purpose will stand, 
and I will do all that I please. From the east I summon a bird prey, um, from a far off land, a man to fulfill my purpose. What I have said that I will bring about, what I have planned that I will do. It's one thing to recognize that God has an overarching um, plan for the world, but it's quite another to acknowledge that God has a specific plan for each person the moment that they are born. So many places in Scripture indicate that God does have a specific plan for each of a human being. It starts before we are conceived. The Lord told Jeremiah, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. Jeremiah 1.5 God's plan was not reactive, a response to Jeremiah's conception. It was preemptive, implying that God specifically formed this male child to accomplish his plan. And it's more apparent, I think, in Scripture than it is today, because if you guys remember one of the episodes where I went through and was giving you the significance and the meaning of other names, just like I told you earlier about Methuselah um, being set here to basically let us know about the flood, um, these names are significant to what they accomplished on this earth. And remember, many of these people were named before they even got started in their mission, back when they were um, crying as babies, being held, um, you know, in, the, in their little uh, cradles. Um, some people, you know, got other names or got new names. I'm just going to use um, uh, Simon Peter as an example who ended up getting renamed Abraham or Abram became Abraham. So there's many examples of people who, who God gave new names to, but most of these names were given to them at birth and their name was significant. Um, exactly. Jacob became Israel. Thank you, Matt. Um, very significant into what they accomplished in their lifetime, which is just mind blowing to me. So um, God's plan was not reactive in response to Jeremiah's conception. It was preemptive implying that God specifically formed the male child to accomplish his plan. So David underscores this truth. You created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. That's Psalm 139.13. Unborn children are not accidents. They are being formed by their creator for his purpose. The moment that they were put in, God knew what you were going to do when you were a spirit in heaven still, before you were even put down onto this earth. Um, that is one reason that abortion is wrong, is because you are keeping a child from performing their purpose. Um, we have no right to disrespect God's plans and violate God's workmanship by killing a child that he is in the process of forming. Um, that's such a huge deal. Um you know, never put a stumbling block in, in the way of your brother. Absolutely. You know, we, we as Christians are here to help one another. Um, mm -hmm. are, are we perfect? Are we righteous? Not a one of us. No. None of us. If we were, Christ wouldn't have had to come down to this earth and die so that we had an opportunity to get into heaven to find that salvation. We are all sinners. We are all people that are works in progress, but mm -hmm. the key is staying on that path, staying in touch with Christ, building that relationship, not just to help others, but building it within yourselves. We all have a long way to go. We can all become better Christians than we are right here today. But that love of Christ is what motivates us. You know what I'm saying? We don't want to let our earth mom and our earth down, dad down. But we certainly don't want to let 
our heavenly, heavenly father, father down. down. Yeah. Um, and that's why we're here to motivate one another. Same thing with our enemies. Those ones that, that spit in our faces right now that call us names. We need to be loving and forgiving. Do we forget? No. no. Do we forgive? Yes. Yeah. We're here to help them to be better people. We're here to help them find what took some of us three quarters of our lives to find. We learn exactly, Matt and Hev. Um, but at the same time, you know, when, when we find something that someone's doing wrong, we go to them. We call them out to their face. We don't, we don't make it public. We don't put stumbling blocks in the way of our brethren and our sisters nope. because ultimately it may keep them from doing what they do. It may demotivate them. It may make them question their faith. Guys, that is not our job. Our job is to restore faith. Yes. and other people our support job is to help them others. find it to support each other yeah, not to, bring us to bring them down exactly to help each other out through prayer to love one another mm -hmm. because and when forgive we, and forgive well, yes. when we help our brothers and we help mm -hmm. our sisters we're helping ourselves too absolutely because god gave them a mission we're doing and god's work exactly and and i'll promise you this is that if we interfere and someone's mission if we make them question their faith if we make them stray away from the path or give up on the path altogether we're gonna have to deal with god for that one yes. because god's like you ruined you made one of my little ones stumble you made one of my big ones stumble because remember this guys we're all little ones to god we are all god's children so when we talk about the innocence and the little ones being the children we are all the little ones. Yes, the innocence of children make them the true little ones, but we're also the little ones. We're all learning. We're all becoming better people. We're all learning what, what the Lord has to say. We're understanding scripture more and more. We're helping each other walk down these paths. So God's plan for every human being is that each one of us come to him and accept his offer of salvation. That's 2 Peter 3, 9. He created us for fellowship with him. And when we reject the reconciliation he offers, we live at cross purposes um, with his plan for us. Beyond salvation, God has also designed good works for each of us according to our gifts, strengths, and our opportunities. This is in Ephesians 2.10. He orchestrated the location and the time in which each of us were born. Psalms 139.16. If he knows the number of hairs on our heads, then he also knows us better than we even know ourselves. Luke 12, 17. He knows the gifts, the talents, the strengths, and the weaknesses that he gave us. And he knows how we can best use them um, to make an eternal impact. He gives us opportunities to store up treasure in heaven so that for all eternity, we can enjoy his reward. Instead of focusing on what the earth tries to get. They're so trying to get us to focus on money, our own safety, our own well-being, and having to manifest this or create this on our own. There's preachers out there. I'm going to use Joel Osteen. Joel Osteen, man, he's going to hate me at some point because I always use him as the example. But what does he teach? Does he teach the salvation of Christ or does he teach prosperity on this earth? Yes, I can't tell does. you how many sermons that I've seen. and I give everyone a chance. Mm -hmm. I've seen him go, and if you want that that nice Mercedes, or that then you need house. to pray in that big house and so forth. Yeah. Um, he teaches prosperity over salvation. 
God will supply us with everything that we need. If we need a ride to work, yes. God may give us a Rolls Canardly, you know, rolls down <laughs> one hill, Canardly, get up the next. But he's going to give us right. a vehicle to get us right. where we need to. Does it need to be a Mercedes, a Humvee? No, it doesn't. Our house, what are we looking for? 20 rooms and no. a comfortable, beautiful home? Or are we looking for shelter? You know, um, when, when it comes to nourishment, does God, do we, do we need a filet mignon or macaroni and cheese do the job? You know, yeah, exactly. God gives us what we need. Um, we just take it to a whole new level and we try to keep up with the Joneses. But remember, that's the devil's work. The devil wants to keep us just so focused on what we're dealing with on this earth and the flesh that we're not paying attention to the kingdom. And most importantly, the plan that God has for us, because he's using every one of us here. Does God need us? No. no. God could snap his beautiful, holy fingers and make anything happen on this earth. But he allows us to be part of it, which is probably the greatest thing ever, is, is knowing that we are picked here on this earth, not to eat, sleep, work, and repeat, but to do God's work and the other stuff that we have to, to, to survive yeah. that God brings to us. Mm -hmm. um, but everything that we have is brought to us by our Heavenly Father. And we are fortunate enough that God is utilizing us on missions to perform His great plan. And we are also lucky enough to know how this all ends. I'm sure just like myself, many of you are feeling the same way. How delusionally crazy would you be right now if you didn't know scripture i'd be climbing walls right now trying to figure out what we do i'd probably have a, a gun in my hand and maybe a <laughs> missile launcher you know what i'm saying out there right now if it wasn't for god but i know that god has a particular plan and it does not include a flamethrower or a missile launcher as far as i know yeah exactly it does it include a lot of prayer but it he does, does give us everything we need exactly and and the faith that comes along with that absolutely um, and then rocks, exactly. Just, yeah. just rocks. <laughs> just rock. Yeah. So, um, rocks. so he knows the gifts, the talents, and the strengths, and the weakness that he gave us. And remember, weakness isn't weakness. Mm -hmm. Weakness is humility. Mm -hmm. You got to remember. Um, we have a tendency to look at things either in a positive or a negative, and sometimes we get them confused. Mm -hmm. But remember, just like being rich may have its good benefits, but it also brings you a lot of turmoil in your life. Just Absolutely. like being poor, we look at it as a bad mm -hmm. thing, but it brings you love and humility, mm -hmm. and it has you focus on a lot of the things. So, But you um, also treasure those things a little bit more exactly. if you're poor because you you know, not out running and buying your Mercedes and all that kind of stuff. Exactly. In Truth Patriot, you're right. Yeah. Meek is not weak. Meek. Spiritual blessings are worth, worth way, way, way more, more, which is why God asks us, thank you, Matt, which is why God asks us to keep our treasures in heaven mm -hmm. because those treasures are going to be waiting right there for us. So the treasures, gold and silver, gold and silver in heaven are worth as much as toilet paper here on this earth. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Our treasure is love, faith, commitment, um, you know, humility, all the beautiful things that God gives us, those beautiful things that we're performing right here on this earth to become better people. You know, I, I told Jeff today, I'm like, oh my goodness, I'm, God's going to put me in a dunce hat in a corner when I get to heaven because I got so many questions. And he's like, but are you really going to care about those questions when you get to heaven? Probably, probably not. not. No. Yeah, exactly. This is all the earthly questions that I've got, yeah. but probably not. So we know God's plan for those um, who know him 
includes reaching others with the good news of salvation. That is Matthew 28, 19 and 2 Corinthians 5, 20. His plan is for his children to be conformed to the likeness of Jesus Christ. Are we supposed to be Jesus Christ? No, the likeness of. That is our goal. It should be our goal in life is to be as Christ-like as we can possibly be. Will we ever be Christ? No. No. Because Christ was the only one that could ever walk this earth that had zero sin, zero issues, zero problems. He snubbed the devil at every turn. We, on the other hand, are battling the devil at every turn. And think about it. If the devil went after Christ, you think he's not going to go after us? Oh, he, oh is. Yes, he is. And I've seen it over the last month or so, so more than I ever have. Yes. Um, but we have the choice at this point to either weaken ourselves or, or strengthen ourselves. ourselves. Yes. And that's the thing. Take adversity. Don't hold grudges. Let things go. Do not let them eat at you because the devil tries to put things to eat at you, that, mm-hmm. that rip away your soul. So that's the key. Don't hold any ill will against anyone. Even if someone's done something against you, let, let it, it go. go. Let it go 100%. Yes. Something that we've learned over the last couple months. Yeah. So God's plan unfolds in our lives as we use all that we have in His glory. 1 Corinthians 10 31. We often become impatient and wondering what God's plan is in our lives, but it is not as complicated as we make it out to be. See, God's plan for us is revealed a little at a time as we follow Him. And his plan may look different and different from life day to day, week to week, season to season. As we grow as people, God um, gives us more task into our lives in which we have the choice to accept or not. If you have that relationship with Christ, you, you willingly take it on, no matter how rough things get, because trust me, the more you do for God, the more you speak of God, the more you mention Jesus Christ's name, the more evil is going to try to intervene in your life and try to keep you away from that, even to the point of maybe making you deaf to where you can't hear what you need to hear. So a young woman may ask God to direct her to his plan, and he believes um, college is part of that plan. But halfway through college, she falls ill and must spend the next two years um, in a convalescent home. Is she now out of God's plan? Not if her heart is set to obey him. Once again, what could she have learned from from not finishing school? Humility. Mm-hmm. She may have learned what she needed to in order to go through with her plan. See, we have goals. We have ideas as to what we want to accomplish in our lives. But with God's goals and God's mission, many of those things are brought to us day by day, yes. year by year, um, only when we're ready to be part of that mission. So we get impatient in the meantime. We just need to calm down. Keep in mind that God will introduce to us what we need to bring us to our mission. And then when we have doubt in what we're doing in this mission, what does he do? He sends flight work Marys, Bryn Calds, Jillies, MSM Liars, and, and Steve Cusicks into your life to, to help you, to reignite that spark that you have, to encourage you to do better. God is a perfect, perfect script maker. Everything is so well done. And every one of us are not only performing our own missions, but we're encouraging and helping people on their own missions, which is an absolutely beautiful thing. So um, they both love the Lord and they desire to serve him. And they believe that his plan for them is the mission field. They begin preparation, but halfway through the training, she becomes pregnant 
with a high risk of pregnancy or with a high risk of pregnancy. Um, did they miss God's plan? Has the Lord abandoned them? Not at all. Because of their experience in caring for a child of special needs, they are able to minister to other families with similar needs. Their mission field looks much different from the one that they had envisioned themselves. But in God's plan, but, but God had a plan for them. They are able to look back and see the hand in every turn along the way. Once again, the plans that sometimes we think we have for God is our vision of what we think God has planned. But sometimes God changes things. And it's not that you weren't always on that plan. He He sometimes, uh, you know, sends you down a different thing, but that was always God's plan from the beginning. How are you best suited to serve Christ? Only God knows that, which is why um, we sometimes change our missions. You know, just like we change degrees in school, you know, God knows what he's doing. Um, we just need to live and let go and, and trust in Christ. And when, when our plans change, sit down and ask God, God will talk to you. You ask God, God will tell you, look, I, I, this was always the mission, but I needed you to go here first. And now you've learned lessons. You're better equipped to help other people. Matt, trust and be obedient. Perfect. Um, so finally, um, God's plan is rarely a straight shot to a visible goal. His plan requires us a journey illustrated, um, best in the pilgrim's progress and that the journey may be filled with detours, sudden stops and very confusing turns to us. Um, but if our hearts are set to obey him and all that we do, then we will be in the center of of his will every step of the way and god is walking with us side by side um as we walk into our missions so like i said don't get disappointed when things in your life change sometimes you know we were like why did this stumbling block come in was it a stumbling block or was it a detour and once again god knew that that detour was coming up before he before you were even born much less you know, today. But as humans, we always have to have a plan. We always have to have an idea as to where we're going. Things have to be this way, just like society teaches it, that, you know, you're best off getting out of high school, going to college, then having a children and family. But that's earth. That's the flesh. That's a fleshly design. God's design is perfect in every single way, every stop along the way, every single detour. So, do we have a plan? Does God have a plan for me? Does God have a plan for you? Absolutely. And he's put you on that mission since you were a kid, even before you knew who God was. He was working in your life. You were working for him, whether you realized it or not. And every bit of wisdom and knowledge that you have obtained in your life is not void. Even things that don't seem godly. Sometimes God needs people to explain those ungodly things. So how do you know it unless you researched it? Same thing as I began this whole thing with my study into polytheism, monotheism, and all the different religions around the world, including the pagan religions, is I understand my enemy better than most right now. And that is part of my design. Nothing that God puts into your life is void. Nothing that God puts into your life goes unused. God is a perfect script writer. He knows what he needs you to do. He knows how you need it to do. We have the choice 
to take that narrow path, to not take that narrow path. But the more that you find that relationship with God, the more you love God, the more you're going to understand your mission and the more you're going to be successful in that mission because God wouldn't have you doing what you're doing if he didn't need you. And I don't say need you as in God needs you to do it. He trusts you Mm -hmm. and he has you on this mission because he wants us to be part of what's taking place on this earth and in heaven. Remember, God's will is on earth as it is in heaven. We have a job right now on this earth to serve God's will. And one day we will enter our home of homes again. But we have we have work to do first. Amen. But guys, I, I went a little bit over the time that I was going to. My, my throat's getting a little bit scratchy. Um, we're gonna be back. Uh, t- we're gonna be back on regular schedule from here on out. Um, maybe an hour shows until I can get my voice back completely. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm sorry about that, guys. Um, but I'm so thankful to be back. I'm so glad to see all of you again. Um, I love you all very, very much. And like I said, it's great to be back. I have sincerely missed doing this show. Um, all it took was, uh, getting my left ear back, um, or my, my, yeah, my left ear back so I can at least hear out of one ear. And now I need to get my right ear fixed and, uh, hopefully, hopefully the mullen or the, the black seed or something works. (laughs) Who knows? Um, uh, anyways, before we go to prayer, I have a few things that I'd like to say. Is that okay? Yeah. Um, actually, I would like to tell everybody, thank you so much for all the prayers um, over this past month. Um, I've read all the emails and stuff like that, and I started answering back. Um, we really appreciate everybody's love and concern for us. We just want you to let you know that we are doing well. There's nothing wrong with us and anything like that. And we are happy to be back. So I just wanted to say thank you. We do appreciate it, and we love you guys. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like I said, it's just hard to do a show when you can't hear. Just like it's hard to edit video when you can't see. So um, one ear is better than none. And uh, like I said, we're, we're getting better and better each day. Hopefully the mullen ends up clearing out my other ear, and I'll be able to hear 100% with both ears. And soon I won't have to watch television with subtitles. <laughs> That's true. I can't wait for that one. That's going to be awesome. But everybody, if you would please bow your heads. This is a long overdue prayer. I've missed doing these end of the show prayers. Um, so guys, please bow your heads and let's get into a little spiritual warfare. Heavenly Father, thank you again for bringing us back, getting us um, healthy enough to where we can continue to do your mission, dear Lord. I just ask that you continue blessing and praying for everyone right now who is going through something in their lives, whether it be health issues, um, anxiety from what's happened in this world. We just ask dear Lord that you keep us healthy, strong um, as we venture into the more chaotic times. But dear Lord, we, we know how this ends and we trust you. So dear Lord, we may not trust anything on this earth, but we certainly trust you and we trust your word and nothing that you have ever said has fallen void. Everything, dear Lord, that you have promised has been fulfilled. And there's a lot more that we're watching being fulfilled right now. So, Heavenly Father, continue to bless Jeff and his wife and answer those prayers. Continue to answer all the prayers for all those others right now that need you more than they ever have. We ask, dear Lord, that you give them the strength, the wisdom, the courage, and the discernment as we're heading into some very chaotic times, dear Lord. We ask that you keep our armor mended constantly, dear Lord, as we need the strongest armor that we have because the devil is coming after us and sending all the demons after a lot of people. A lot of chaos is in people's lives right now, dear Lord, but we're getting through it we pray and at least it puts a damper and a stop to that immediately dear lord we just ask that you continue working on all of our lives give us everything that we need remove evil and temptation from our lives so that we can 
fulfill those missions that you have set us on, dear Lord. And I've got no doubt that we'll fulfill these missions because you are the ones that sent us on these missions. So, dear Lord, thank you for bringing us all together. Thank you for working in our lives, even in our worst days. Thank you for having patience with us, even though it took some of us a really long time to find you. But, Father, we found you, and here we are today. So, dear Lord, continue to let us pray. Let us not cease in prayer. Let us pray 15, 20, 30, 50 times a day, dear Lord. That's what it takes. Let us pray for one another. Dear Lord, thank you for all the people like Jay Wu who are doing everything they can to get your word out there, having prayer groups. Everyone is stepping up and doing their own thing, dear Lord. I am so grateful and thankful for all that you have done, all the people that you have had praying for us, dear Lord. It's just, it's very humbling and it just makes me build a stronger relationship. So dear Lord, thank you. Thank you for trusting in us. Thank you for putting us on this mission and giving us a purpose in this life that's more than eat, sleep, work, and repeat. Dear Lord, there's so much more to life, dear Lord, and we focus too much on this earth and not enough on the kingdom. So dear Lord, let us focus on that kingdom, but never let us stop doing our job on this earth or you wouldn't have had us here to begin with. We would have stayed in heaven, but you brought us here to this earth, dear Lord, fulfill a mission to walk that narrow path, to serve you in the ways that we can, to protect the innocent, to help other people find that gospel and understand what you, have been, what you have brought to us. Dear Lord, getting a chance to know the salvation that you brought to us by sacrificing your own life on this earth. Dear Lord, thank you. Thank you for continuing to speak to us. Thank you for filling us with your love, dear Lord. Thank you for having mercy over all of us, dear Lord. Dear Lord, let us always be a forgiving nature. Let us never be filled with hate. Let us never be filled with anything but righteous anger, dear Lord. That anger that's not a hateful anger, but an anger that motivates us and keeps us working on these missions that you put us on. Dear Lord, we're walking in some very chaotic times right now. So I ask that you give us a discernment and the wisdom that we need to get through these times. Let us all be prepared, not just physically on this earth for what we may need, dear Lord, but spiritually. And dear Lord, for those of us that are able to help others, let us step out and help others, dear Lord. Let us never put a stumbling block in the way of our brothers and our sisters. Let us always lift them up, dear Lord. Let us help them through these hard times and not discourage them. Dear Lord, what took me so long to come to Christianity was being discouraged, being felt like I was judged, I wasn't good enough. But dear Lord, none of us are good enough. Not one of us. None of us are righteous, dear Lord. We are working on that righteousness. We are working to become Christ-like. And dear Lord, that is the greatest mission we could ever have for ourselves and for others, is getting that closer relationship with you every day and helping other people find it, dear Lord, so that we can build this earth the way that it should have been, filled with your glory, filled with your love from the moment we're born until the moment that we die. And dear Lord, if it's not time for us to go home yet, we will fulfill this mission until the day that it is time to go home. But dear Lord, let us always keep our eyes and one foot in the kingdom while the other eye and the other foot is down here on this earth fulfilling your mission, battling Satan, battling demons, dear Lord. Give us all the artillery, the strength, the weaponry, and the the armor that we're going to need to get through these times, especially as they get rough. But dear Lord, remove any fear, remove the anxiety, remove anything that the devil is trying to put into our lives in order to distract us from our missions. Dear Lord, thank you. Thank you for all the love. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for all the people that you bring together, dear Lord, so that we can complete your mission. In Jesus Christ's name and our heavenly Father's name we pray. Amen. 
Well, guys, it's been absolute blessing to be back. Um, like I said, um, I'm glad I'm not screaming into the microphone. Um, like I said, I can hear out of one ear, kinda. Um, but I'm on the mend. And like I said earlier, um, I would rather be sick right now and be healthy when we walk into this big war, to the big spiritual war that we're heading into, um, than getting sick while we're right in the middle of it. So for all of you out there who are feeling bad, that got the the funk from Bard's Fest, uh, guys, I hope you all get better. I hope you're feeling good soon. I hope you don't lose your hearing. Um, and remember, guys, if you have any question, I've had so many different people offer me suggestions on how to get rid of this. We're all here for one another. That's a beautiful thing. Um, John, thank you for all that you've done, brother. I will uh, um, have you back on here soon, man, on Thursday. I'm looking forward to MSM Liars Thursday. And then do not forget tomorrow evening, Jay Wu will be joining us to talk about his new venture, his new mission that God's put him on, as well as the uh, prayer chats and so forth that he has started. Like I said, we're all given a mission. We just need to step up and do it without haste. Guys, I love you very, very much. Once again, I still have to get my voice back before I can make my extra, but I do have the uh, national anthem. So guys, have an absolutely beautiful night. We will see you tomorrow evening for episode 468 of Kilted Christian. Have a beautiful and blessed night. It's great to be back. I love you all. And I leave you with this. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light What so proudly we held At the twilight's last gleaming Whose broad stripes and bright stars Through the perilous fight O'er the ramparts we watched Were so gallantly streaming And the rocket's red The bombs bursting in air Gave proof through the night That our flag was Oh, say does that star-spangled banner yet Have an absolutely beautiful rest of your evening. Like I said, I am so thankful to be back. But guys, fear not, stress not, let go of the anxiety because we know how this ends and that's God wins. Things may seem uncomfortable right here on this earth, but it's all right because one day we're going to be home and we're going to have our print that we made that God sent us on right here on this earth, helping ourselves out, helping one another out, getting that relationship with God, praying, praying, praying. We're going to win this war. God said so. Guys, I love you very, very much. Have an absolutely beautiful evening. We will see you tomorrow night for Kilted Christian episode 468. I love you. See you tomorrow night.
and God bless.